how do I know when I know enough to be a developer, to start calling myself that and actually getting paid to be able to do this? Now, this is a crucial point in your career because you're ready to make that leap from learning how to code to getting paid to code. But the big question a lot of people have is, can I do it? Can I, can I finally make this leap? Well, let me help you figure that out. Hey there, I'm John Morris here, johnmorrisonline.com. Welcome back to another episode of The John Morris Show. In this one, of course, we're going to be getting into this question of how do you know when you know enough to be a developer? Or there's some telltale signs or there's some things you can look at. And this episode is going to be a little bit of tough love at first and, and sort of give you the hard nose how you know for sure and why it's less about opinion and more about fact. And then I'm going to sort of soften up a little bit at the end and show you one way that you can sort of get an indicator of where you're at before you actually expose yourself to that that hard nose yes or no answer. So that's what's coming up in the show. Of course, before I do that, I do want to encourage you to head on over to store.johnmorrisonline.com. If you are in that learning how to code phase, then a lot of great tra coding training over there for you, including my PHP course, object-oriented programming courses, my Upwork course. If you are ready to get into getting paid, that'll show you how to build your profile on Upwork. Again, all of that at store.johnmorrisonline.com. You'll get the coding training you need. You'll also be helping to support the show so I can continue to do this for you on a daily basis. So I'd greatly appreciate that. Also, Udemy links, Skillshare links, all that's over there. Again, store.johnmorrisonline.com, and you can use the coupon code JMO at checkout for 20% off anything in the store. All right, so with that out of the way, let's go ahead and dive into this. And let me start off with sort of the tough love part of this, which is, you know, when you, there, there's no hard, fast answer to this, really, in terms of someone's opinion or anything that I could tell you, because Ultimately, when I, whenever I see this, and this comes up a decent amount, what people seem to want is for someone outside of themselves to tell them that they're ready. But the truth of it is, is none of us know that. And if you're really honest, you don't even know that. Because there's really only one way for you to really know for sure and to find out if you're ready to do this. And that's to do this. So the sort of questions or the the way that you know for sure is let's say it's a what you want to do is as a, a tech job at some company well did you apply and if you apply did you get hired that's the hard fast factual way to know if you're ready or did you bid on a if you're freelancing did you bid on, on a gig or a job did you get the job when you got the job did you deliver on the job when you delivered, were the clients happy? How happy were they were? Could you do that again? Those are all the questions that actually get to the direct answer of whether you're ready or not. It's about actually doing it and doing it at the level that you want to do it, uh, that you need to do it in order to be able to do this sort of thing long term. Nobody's opinion, my opinion, nobody on Quora or anywhere else is going to be able to tell you and give you those answers. You have to actually expose yourself to that sort of hard truth that can be scary as hell, but that's ultimately the only way that you can know. I sort of brought this up a little bit when we were talking about senior developers, the question of how do you know when you're a senior developer? It's really the same answer. You know you're a senior developer when you get hired as a senior developer. 
And if you get hired as a senior developer and some, you know, know-it-all in a forum tells you you're a noob and you'll never be a good developer in this side or the other, well, what do you care what they think, what their opinion is? If you have a senior developer position, you're getting paid as a senior developer, you're doing good work, you're, you're the people you're working for are happy, like, why would you substitute their opinion for the actual fact of you doing it? And the vice, the opposite is true. If you believe in your mind that you're a senior developer and you deserve this and you deserve that, but you apply for 15 senior developer jobs and you don't get hired, well, then the way you, you're looking at yourself maybe isn't as accurate as you think it is. So at the end of the day, what the answer to this question is, are you doing it. And if you're not doing it, then you're, 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 you're not a developer. And if you are, then you are. And that's just the way it is. Now, I know a lot of people and look, I, I know that that's sort of an easy answer, right? But it is, it is the actual answer. And the reason I bring this up is because it's so important as you go out through, go through your career and really just your life, there's gonna be so many people out there that have opinions. They're going to want to talk shit about you and say all these Everywhere you go, or they'll say nice things, you have to be more disciplined than that. You can't get caught up in that stuff. You have to figure out how to cut through all the BS and figure out what the actual truth is and what actually matters in every scenario. And this is just one of those examples. So it's not me just wanting to come on here and and be a dick about it. It is the actual truth. And it's so important that you're able to be that honest with yourself. So again, don't, don't be afraid to expose yourself to that truth and find out and then know for sure and, and be confident in your assessment of the facts, not everybody else's opinions. Of course, as I was saying, I know a lot of people hear that and say, well, no shit, Sherlock. What I'm after is some indicator you know, of whether I'm close or not, just some idea, some, I'm not asking someone to tell me. I just want to know if there's things that I can look at to be like, okay, you know, these are indicators. So what I would tell you is outside of actually going and doing it, applying, etc., this is the next best thing. And that is role playing. And I experienced this or, or I found the value of this actually in sales. So I've sort of told the story before, but when I was really young, like 20 years old, I started this job uh, at a shoe store, as a shoe store in a mall called Trade Home Shoes, and eventually got into their their manager and training program and then became a manager. And so I went through the whole process of starting out part-time, moving to full-time, and then into a manager and, and being the one being trained, now having to... Uh, switch that and being the one doing the training for my employees as a manager. And we were a commissioned based store. So the salespeople in our store, if they didn't sell, they didn't make any money. And if they didn't sell, I didn't make any money as a manager. And so training in that environment was very, very important. We did a lot of training. And the number one thing that we did was role playing. And the reason why is because Role-playing is the next best thing that you can get to real life. Now, it might sound a little silly, but I can tell you every single one of the, the salespeople that I had that did eventually did really, really well, and I had several of them that became really good salespeople, 
they did it by digging in and and really going hard when we did the role playing and i was a a stickler about it i would like if they tried to break character or get me to break character or anything in the middle of of us role playing i would not do it and it really made that help make them a lot better salespeople. So role playing can be really powerful when it comes to giving yourself some sense of what the real thing is going to be like. So if you want some indicator outside of actually going and applying, then what I suggest you do is you design a scenario for yourself and you can make it as detailed as you want. So if it's, you know, maybe it's for a freelancing gig or for it's a regular job, let's say you're going to do a regular job. Okay. Actually fill out your resume. See if you can find someone who will role play with you. That maybe someone in the industry that that you know or a friend or a family member who you think could go, do a good job of this. But fill out a resume and submit it to them. And then have them look over it and, and, and sort of give you their feedback as they if they were the hiring manager. Do a mock interview with someone. Go into an interview. Have them ask questions. Then pretend maybe you're working at the job and you get a project and you have a deadline to meet. Design a project that you would have to co- uh, complete and give yourself a deadline and put try to put yourself in that that mindset of this is me working on the job, delivering on this uh, for a company and make it something that you don't already know how to do, that you're going to have to learn some things. Or if it's a freelance gig, pretend you have a client and they've asked you to work on a project, and you have a deadline, money's on the line, all of that, and you need to deliver on it. Again, something that you don't already need to do. Again, if you can get a a friend or a family member or someone you know to role play with you and help you to be that sort of other person and explain to them what you're doing and all that sort of thing, that that is the next best thing that you can do to actually going and applying, actually going and trying to get a freelance gig. And just see if you can hack it. See if you can actually deliver, if you can make them happy and how it felt and anything that you learned and so forth. And don't just do it once. Do it again and again and again until you get to the point where you're like, I'm going to apply or I'm going to go on here and I'm going to to bid. So that's the one thing that you can do to sort of ease that transition. But again, at the end of the day, the answer to this question is how do you know when you know enough? is when you can actually do the job, when you can go and deliver. And there's no way to know that. There's no check boxes. There's no set of things that, that anybody can lay out with you. And I've seen people try and do it, and I know people respond and be like, well, you need to know this, this. That is all someone's opinion. And at the end of the day, it what matters is the company that you're applying to. What's their checkbox? Or the the client whose project you're going to work on. What's their checkbox? And nobody can tell you that. So you just need to get out there. It's a fear thing. It absolutely is a fear thing. I understand that. But you have to do it. You have to get over it. Uh, and once you do it this one time, then you'll you, – and you get hired or you get the client or whatever you're able to deliver and you see for yourself that you can do it. It just is a huge confidence booster and you'll sort of take off from there. Now – the last thing I'll say on all of this, for, for those of you listening who are still sort of, eh, you probably know enough. Most of the people who are thoughtful enough to even ask this question probably already knew, know enough to get some job somewhere or to be able to deliver for some clients somewhere. You probably know a lot more than you think you do. 
So that's why I constantly push people to apply sooner than they feel like they're ready, to try to get clients sooner than they feel like they're ready because you have to get over that hump. And if you just keep piling up things that you think you need to learn before you're ready, you'll you'll spend the rest of your life piling those things up because you're never going to feel that way. The only way to feel that way is to go and do it. So that's my get off my grass old man sort of answer for you. But I, I do think that is the truth. And, and those are some things that you can do to help you sort of get over that fear and get out there and actually do it. And again, nobody else's opinion out there really matters. Don't worry about it doesn't matter what they think. It doesn't matter what I think. All that matters is what you know. And that's what you need to to focus on. All right. Now, of course, if you want to get the skills to be able to deliver on projects like that, and you know you still have some learning to do, then I do want to encourage you to check out my PHP course because not only are you going to learn how to not only are you going to learn PHP and learn the language, which you are very much in depth, but you're also going to learn how to program. And you're going to learn how to build actually build applications, which is important. It's more than just learning a language; it's learning fundamental programming skills, which is ultimately what I, I want to give you. So the language is a vehicle to learning how to do that. And then once you have that, if you want to learn another language, well, you already have the programming principles in place. Basically, you just need to go and learn some syntax and some of the nuance and so forth. But you already know how to program. And again, that's what I teach you inside of my PHP course. If you want to learn more about that course, it's over at johnmorrisonline.com slash PHP. If you're actually listening to this to, this to the day uh, listening to this on the day that I posted it, uh, Udemy is actually running a 1099 deal right now. So you can get the course for just 1099 over there on Udemy. Again, the link johnmorrisonline.com slash PHP will take you right where you need to go for all of that. All right, that's it for the show. If you like the show, I'd appreciate it if you share it with someone who could stand to stand a little bit of tough love when it comes to this question. Again, whether that's a person or a group or a community, whatever, I'd really appreciate that. Also, all the past episodes of the show and, and the links for subscribing on iTunes, Android, TuneIn, and everything else are over at johnmorrisshow.com if you want that. And finally, if you'd rate and review the show over on iTunes, I'd greatly appreciate it. I will also give you Module 1 of my PHP 101 course for free. All the instructions on how to do that and how to get the, the free module all right, johnmorrisshow.com. Just click on the Start Here link at the top. All right, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time.